0: Sarge, you coming to this podcast? Uh, about that. Sure. Yeah, head on over. It's right across from Pizza Ranch. Speed
1: a little bit. The highway patrolman left town. I saw.
0: Uh. <laughs> are you are you coming right now?
1: Oh yeah. All right. <laughs> Welcome to Ben and Jordan's, the show where we get people on and we talk about who and what they are. Today's episode is a very special episode. We got Logan Dede and Jade Miller here, basketball coaches for our. Team, we're going to be talking about basketball, believe it or not. So, Jordan, there you go. How are you guys doing today? Doing awesome, man. I thought
2: I was here for a NHL podcast, but I <laughs> like
0: <laughs> <I'll> talk basketball. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Maybe we could throw that in there. <laughs> so, anyway, like Ben said, we're here to talk about the upcoming basketball season, a little bit about yourselves, too. So, what can you guys tell us about the upcoming season? You can start them off, Sarge, and I'll take from there. Well... We're not
2: gonna be a very old team. We can start with that. I think we have like 18 freshmen, and then the combined rest of everybody else is like 17 more. So we're one heck of a young crew. Mm-hmm. So I have a lot of a, uh, I have a lot of my a lot of my team will be freshmen this year. Not not much of a mix, probably. But they all will. Yeah. All
0: will. Uh, <clears throat> the outlook, expectations, all that stuff. I'm jacked for it. But you know, I could be. Now I, I don't think this is even possible. We could be a team that could be 0 and 20, and I would be just as jacked. You know, I just I love what we got going on and what we do. But as far as what we have going on and, and what to expect, I mean, you're a part of it, Jr. We've got it, we've got a couple of key guys back that are a year further in it, and with what our my system is and what we do, and and the the differences that you were used to. Now it's kind of becoming what we are with what with what we got going on. And I'm excited. You know, Sarge led it with how young we are. Yeah, we, I mean. You look to think about yourself. I'm a senior, but really, we've got we got a couple seniors, but one who who was a part of it last year, and and then or two of them, you and Fox, and then a couple other seniors ready to go, and one junior that played last year, and then our core is kind of sophomores, and then a couple freshmen that we're excited about but don't know anything about, right? And I, I'm excited about where we're going to go this year, as far as growth and development, all that boring stuff that the cliche stuff that coaches talk about. But uh, along the way, uh, I'm excited to see about how many t- people we can surprise. And I don't mean us because I don't feel like we should be surprised. I, I want to see how many people we can surprise on the way because we have a tough schedule, but it'll be fun.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm no. excited for how many dunks Max might get this year. <sighs> yeah, hey, I'm excited. What about to see Jr.
0: Drop step dunks, Jr. Huh? <laughs> What? Jared can't dunk. I don't know what are you talking about? You haven't seen me dunk yet? No, I have not. Oh, <laughs> uh, see, a lot of, well, rare, it rarely happens, but when it does, it's pretty sweet. It's okay. A, Bloom, let's, let's draw moving. some sets up for him.
1: <laughs> yeah. we so,
0: plays in. Yeah. Anyway, you're a pretty big guy on juice. Now, oh, yeah. could you describe what juice is? Well, first, at our camp the summer the first camp because my first summer here in 2017 we didn't do anything like that because i was just with you guys and trying to get to know you so then this last summer we did a youth camp and it was a really big turnout we had over 100 kids for that week and you know I just kind of took juice for granted well you know kids kind of understand what it is now I, I explained what it was but with the little tykes the kindergartners i had one one young man who went home and i explained to him what it was i had one young man that went home and uh, told his mom and dad said you know mom we gotta Dad, we gotta go out to the garage and get some juice boxes. And they're like, "Why? You know, they just ate." I, <laughs> the mom told me they just ate, and, and he was fine. And He said for tomorrow, so you don't forget. Uh, Coach Didi said or he actually said Coach Wee Wee. He thought my name was Coach Wee Wee. <laughs> oh my! Yeah, he said awesome. Coach Wee Wee said we gotta bring juice. So she texted me immediately, uh, and and we laughed about it. But that's not what juice is. Obviously, juice is just energy, and, and you know, everyone. A, a lot of people say it. Uh, um, you know. Sarge is used to it from Coach Wilbur saying it all the time at Dakota Wesleyan. But Coach Wilbur got it from someone. He got it from someone. Like, coaches have been saying it for forever. And whether they have been saying it or not, that's what they're after. And it's just a, um, it's just a nice way to try to explain, guys. We got to bring it. We got to be excited about what we're doing. And even if I wasn't coaching basketball, if I was just in a tech office all day, I, I would still have to try to find a way to bring juice to what I'm doing because, I mean. How boring would, I think, how boring would life be or or your job be if you don't have some sort of juice for what you're doing? So, uh, if we have any chance of reaching potential and being good, we got to be juiced up about it.
1: Yeah. I like juice. I like (laughs) It's a big time juice thing. And big time is another one of your big words or phrases. And where did you get that from too? It's another
0: fraudulent thing. Everything, everything you, you say or do, you had someone else before you that you really looked up to, uh, do it and, and, uh, or say it and, uh, as much as you guys have heard me say it and, and and you'll continue to hear me say it i'll never be able to say it enough to match how many times coach miller has heard it from coach wilbur at dakota wesley and i was there just for a year and a half and uh everything was big time everything was big time and then i i never even thought of it you know like how you guys kind of give me a hard time but i never even thought about it and then all of a sudden i'm saying it all the time and then one time someone goes why do you keep saying big time and, and I was oh, uh, and, and it just it just kind of stuck. But it goes back to those things I was explaining to you about juice and energy, and uh, you know, tricking if nothing else, tricking guys into believing um, everything they're doing is big time. They'll buy in more, <clears throat> and and it really is. It, it is just that. So you heard it from him. I am not
2: copying D when I say big time. I'm copying Wilbur. Yeah. Copying. Wilbur. I don't know why people
0: think that I like. <laughs> so, so why do you, you
2: learn that from Didi? I'm Like no, I learned <laughs> from all Coach from Wilbur. 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 There's a lot more to it. you. If you spend a day with him, the stuff he says, it's a real head-scratcher.
1: So what was Coach Wilbur like? I don't know who Coach Wilbur is because I don't pay attention to basketball. I know it's Dakota Wesleyan, but how old is he or whatever? How long has he been with the <laughs> program? Wilbur's like is 41. And he uh-huh. just oh, turned 40 young. last
0: year, remember? Um, I, he came into what year? Your sophomore year at Dakota Wesleyan? Yeah. So how
2: many years is that now? Well, my sophomore year, I had him for three years coaching. And I'm in mm-hmm. second year out. I'm already, I'm on my so third on year six. out. So it's six year out, yeah. Or yeah. Year six.
0: Um, the year I got there, they just came off of a national championship run. They lost in the in the title game. Um, but mm-hmm. but Wilbur really turned that program around from the start. And he's, you know, I think you can probably relate to well, Miller too. But I'm pretty um uh, out upbeat all the time almost to a point where it can probably be like what's this guy on you know (laughs) and I can't even compare to Wilbur Wilbur is I mean he's something else and and he's he's got fire in him like I've never seen and he's got that passion and and love for his players too so that's why I just when everything that I take from him and stuff it's just because I looked up to the guy and, and Sarge obviously had a really good coach so it works out so coach Miller how did you get inspired by basketball I mean what's your story what do you
2: mean by inspired? That's the real question here. I mean, like. Like, what got me going and all yeah, of it? Yeah, yeah. Like, what? Uh, my family is all pretty much bleeds basketball, I suppose, if that's the correct term to use. Uh, just from growing up, my dad and his siblings, they all played basketball. Um, then going from there, my my dad is. My dad was really into basketball. He, uh, when we went to college, I'm the same college he went to, DW, and he. He is currently the point leader there.
1: Wow. Anyway, moving on he's... from that.
2: Yeah, he's, he's like 2,900 and something points. Something will never get touched. <laughs> oh. I, I don't know how he did it. But anyway, he played all the time, I, his siblings. And then going to my family, my oldest sister played. Uh, she never played college basketball, though. Um, my oldest brother played, which is just uh, four years older than me. He went to college, SMSU, Uh. I played my sister played, my younger sister, Macy, was still playing. I have a cousin that played in the NBA, uh, Mike miller, so and then I could probably name off I don't know how many more. My dad had ten siblings, so amongst Ooh. all of those cousins of mine that have a lot a fair amount of them played uh basketball as well. It's just something we all they all love to do, so part of the family, in other words, in other words, if you weren't shooting a basketball at a young age, you're kind of a kind of a weirdo,
1: I get it, yeah. Probably helps that you're know, the tallest thing ever since And being tall helps the, Yeah, Green Giant My
2: first my first actually sport I, The sport I enjoyed the most actually Football I When I was growing up I'm like, oh I'm going to play football for sure Like the NBA? now NFL now obviously as I kept getting older And I'm like, oh I'm kind of lanky And I'm not strong <laughs> <Yeah>. I <laughs> I hit somebody And they knock I Pretty much they knock me over And I just kind of wrap them up And tackle them kind of yeah. I'm like yeah, I think there goes my uh, football <laughs> yeah, dreams. I they think I gonna find something different.
0: <laughs> so have you always been, like, tall, or were you, like, had, like, a huge growth spurt like, at one point? I think Oof. I had a
2: very, very consistent buildup of growing there. I, I know in elementary school, especially fifth grade, I think uh, that was part of my growth spurt a little bit was I think I was always napping all the time. First thing every oh, I would yeah. do every day is show, show up show <laughs> up show up home fifth grade every day and take a nap about every day and then by the time I was a sophomore in high school I was about six four and that was kinda of about the end of my growing and then but was just consistently all the way up all the way up through it. Nothing not like a, oh and he's a little short guy. my brother, on the other hand, he was short, he was like five ten until he was a junior in high school. He's a little short guy and also like by the time he was a junior, <laughs> senior he'd a a gross spurt and he was like six two, six three. Then 6'4, and by the time he was like a sophomore in college, he was finally like 6'5. Like, he just kept, and he really yeah. got going. Uh, so, so, more naps for him, right <laughs> <laughs> Guys That's got a
0: seven foot brother in law. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh,
2: my gosh. Some yes. Boys. So, he played actually, he actually played against uh, Mike Miller back in high school. They're, they're rivals. One was from Huron, one was from Mitchell. They played Ooh. against each other. Well, needless to say, Mitchell always won because, I mean, yeah. Mike, you know, pretty darn good, but.
1: It's all the corn.
2: That's all that corn they feed <laughs> us. That's about right. <laughs> we, built, we even built a palace of how much yeah. we love corn, you know. So, no, yeah, my family, everybody, pretty much everybody played. And now, like, my my whole generation of Millers kind of came to an end, so now there's kind of a huge gap right now. We're waiting for pretty much, like, my siblings and some others to kind of fill that void. But right now there's a and Mitchell and they're lacking it. There's, a, there's, like, no Millers left.
1: Oh, man. <laughs>
2: It's a. It was a, once Mace, once Macy's out there. Everybody's like, man, I think we've had like a, a Miller and the M- Mitchell program for like, I don't know how many years going there for a while. Probably in the '30s, jeez, thirty that's years insane. or so. Just Millers coming through, but nah, it's over. Maybe so, that's over. Yeah, that's me. That's why. I, that's me. That's why they're struggling lately. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I need some
0: more Millers running through. <laughs> Why'd you pick D W U? Then was it
2: because of your father going there? Or? Uh, no, they just they showed the most interest in me at a with a scholarship. They gave me a uh, the, yeah they gave me my full tuition scholarship. And I said, well, <laughs> those that showed the most interest in me. And like I kind of just want to play right away. I don't really want to have to redshirt or ride the pines. So I said, I'll go here. Didn't even have any like no one even knew I signed there. I kind of just at my house. I kind of grabbed the sheet, signed it, turned it in. And uh, awesome like, Jade Miller committed. He's like, oh no, There's no signing thing. Like, no, Typical Jade Miller. signed tradition. it, signed it, ha- sign, it handed
0: sign it, hand it in. <laughs> it. Well, anything. Yeah, goes. he didn't read that
1: contract. There might have been a loophole. In well, there. it could
2: have been. Well, uh, but no, nah, I just the most interest. I just want to play
0: right away.
1: Mm-hmm. So what about you, Dee Dee, basketball?
0: Uh yeah. What's the question? <laughs> I don't know. how did you get into it, coaching Do or wanna- anything? Take a quick special break before that.
1: No, I think we got time for Miller's or dd's question,
0: and then I think we can okay, take that we'll break. That, break. It's All insult. right. Uh, for me, sports in general just always a huge part of my life. um And at a, at a young age, and I was the, really the only one in my. I'm the youngest. I don't have the the glamorous family name of hoops like. I don't know if anyone does. The Millers are kind of yeah. it when it comes to basketball in South Dakota, but I would probably my mine would probably be at the bottom of that totem pole. Uh, I had a a, a good uh, an uncle and a and a cousin who were really good, and one of them, the cousin, was one of Jade's teammates, um, and part of their their historic runs. And other than that, though, I was kind of I just had some good friends that were in sports when I was young, and and um, for me that just kept me going. I, I wasn't super uh, motivated in school at a I did good enough, you know, and I, I I wasn't. My teachers might tell you a different story, but I wasn't a troublemaker. I was just kind of a class clown trying to get everyone laughing. But I wasn't super uh, into uh, being the best I could be in class. But the and I, and I'll be honest, if I wasn't involved in sports, I don't know what would have happened, you know. I, I but sports, since I was so interested in them, I, uh, I I knew I had to do enough to to keep going. And for me, it just kind of it, it made me a better person not to get too sentimental but sports were a huge catapult and for me at a young age you know sarge talked about you know football and for me at a young age really whatever was in season i know that's how most kids are but whatever's in season Mm -hmm. if it was summer i was going to go into the the mlb when it was flag football season before we started tackle football because when i was growing up in britain we didn't start tackle football till seventh grade so all those you know falls of flag football until tackle started it was always nfl and then when basketball season is like oh yeah this is the one um and it wasn't until i got older that i really really you know probably freshman in high school eighth grade I really fell in love with basketball but uh, football was by far my best sport as far as um, outlook at the next level and getting recruited and scholarships but I chose basketball because that's where my love was and uh, and 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 Truth be told, when I went to play to play college basketball, I went to college to play basketball. Yeah. And I, I, I Seriously, <laughs> yeah. I, small school, you're clearly not going pro, but I didn't even really have a plan. <clears throat> I, I just was like, I'm going to go play. Uh, uh, you know, I signed at Jamestown and that's where I went for two years and then I transferred and finished up at presentation. But um, I would say then I majored in elementary education, switched to secondary um, never knew what a technology director was. Never knew that something I'd ever be. But since I was a business teacher, it kind of fell in line with uh, that and at small schools, and it and it all worked out. the The path is pretty dynamic and, and crazy, but it's it was a good one. And I would say my junior year of college basketball is when I really decided I want to coach, um, because I had a lot of great coaches that played a big role on getting me to where I needed to be. And I wanted to, if nothing else, try to do that for other people. and And I just love the game too much to to be done playing college basketball and to be done and, and playing Wednesday night old men basketball as much as I love it, it doesn't do it for me. I need to be around it all the time yeah. and even just watch it on TV as much as I love it. It's, I'm not involved enough. And I, and I needed, I needed that. And so I knew coaching would be it. And then the coaching path and career and jobs and a lot of cool stuff came with it, but I love it more than anything. Now, is it true back in high school that you used to have an afro? Oh yeah. The, my Facebook pictures prove it. Um, was it like a beaner afro?
1: Like like Alec Beans? I think I similar, think so.
0: similar. Um, so so when I was now a couple of kids have the long hair now like a Max and stuff, but when I was growing up, it was kind of the cool thing like every everyone had like the guys would all grow out their hair and and you know we all had earrings and it was Oh, we, man. oh yeah, and, and it wasn't just earrings. like I'd go to Claire's and buy the biggest fakest ones I could find where my ears were hanging and I thought I was something special. Uh, but it was it's pretty funny. And so I'd get haircut literally once a year for basketball because my basketball coach, you know we had to cut our hair. and mm-hmm. um, obviously, I don't really have that rule in place. <laughs> uh, but uh, so once a year I'd get the haircut. so by football season, you know because you get it, the haircut around Thanksgiving, by the next football season, your hair'd be pretty long. And uh, it was super curly, super long, and then get into coaching. Uh, It's towards my last year of playing college hoops, I was like, something's not normal up there anymore because I I had short hair all the time. Uh Even though I wasn't bald and I buzzed it, but I I remember looking in the mirror like, I think it's kind of going backwards. Something's going on here. (laughs) And then it just kind of kept happening. And then, I don't know, probably a year or two ago, I just owned it and started buzzing it. but. It it is what it is. But I did have some beautiful hair. Now, here's the deal, <laughs> not to interrupt, Sarge. I think this is what got me more than anything. My oldest brother is 10 years older than me, and he's been bald, bald, since he was like 18. Ooh. and I would always give him a hard time as a, as a cocky little uh, kid with yeah. long hair. He'd call me Goldilocks, <laughs> and I'd call him Baldy, and then I would just keep riding him. And then it happened to me, so I'm, I think it all had to do with me giving him a hard time for not having hair. Goes around, comes almost. around. Yeah, yep. Absolutely it does.
2: Thankfully, those earrings still aren't in play yet, but i mean tell yeah. you, these, these Milbank kids, though, those guys love that long hair. I mean, cripes. You guys like those <laughs> nice mop tops going up there. That's it's what
1: I had until I had to get my hair
0: cut. Uh, I'm going to tell you, like I know there's a lot of old-fashioned coaches still, and and, and to an extent, I kind of sometimes I look at our guys and look at their hair, and even last year with our <laughs> molts I'm like, man, I, I should do something. But then I, <laughs> at the same time, I, I don't know. There's two things that go into it. Oh. A, I can't grow it, so if you can, good, good job. As long as it's not in your eyes or whatever. Uh, and and B, I mean, if the kid feels good, he might play a little better that night. I don't know. As long as it's not disrespectful. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think there's some people that might come to our games and wonder why I don't have a haircut rule. But
2: <laughs> speaking of old school, by the way, our, we had a, the legendary Gary Munton, If you have ever heard of that guy, as my si- high school coach, uh, it's probably not until my senior year we finally convinced him to let us wear a pair of black socks. Otherwise, it was always <laughs> white socks. There's no there's no my high exception. school
0: coach wouldn't let us wear black socks. And, and I never no undershirts either. Yep, you cannot wear an undershirt sure.
2: except for one kid. I had one exception, but. I'm not gonna talk about that exception. There. When I got to, <laughs> when
0: I got to college, I never even owned a pair of black socks. I didn't even think that was a deal. At Jamestown, we were black and orange, right? Yeah. And so everyone had black socks. So the first times a couple times I started wearing them, I couldn't decide if I looked cool or weird because we had this rule in place, no black socks. It was it was crazy. Man. Ours was like the uh, the Fab Five reveal when we wore black socks for
2: Mitchell. Like one day we had an away game finally and he allowed us. So we all wore the black socks with black and gold. So everybody was wearing them were like this is awesome. Because like I said, he's, always, he's never allowed white or black socks, only white. So it's like another like, oh, yeah. Fab Five reveal. Guys, I got, check my, it. I got black my fix socks though today. in junior
0: high because in eighth grade I had an armband here, armband here, 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 and then a headband. Playing eighth grade basketball. Oh my God! And my solid probably guy. four points oh. a game, where I was making those look nice. <laughs> one more quick story. When I was, I made a th- when I was in eighth grade. I remember my high school football coach, who is still he's like a father figure to me. We still talk a lot to this day. But he was ref in our game, and I didn't really know him at the time because I was in eighth grade. I hadn't played high school football yet, so I was kind of intimidated by him. And I made a three pointer. I probably banked in or something. And then I shoot another one a little bit later. Only one more, and I missed it. And then there was a timeout, dead ball, and. He calls me over and Goes, Logan come here and I what you know I said, why is this guy talking to me and he goes and I keep in mind I only shot two and I made one of them but the second one is one I missed and he goes so you, you make one you think you can make a thousand he's like move the ball And he just walked away I was crushed I was absolutely crushed
1: <laughs> oh man oh yeah that's that's good stuff Have you uh, took that into your coaching what's that Telling people if you make one, you can't make a 1000
0: i I probably upped it a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> I've had a few one-liners. Yeah, good.
1: I think it's time for Ben and Jay's Q&As. All right. So, this is Ben and Jay's Q&As, and how this is going to work is we're going to ask you a bunch of quick-fire quick fire questions, and you got to get an answer off as quickly as you can. So... It's on your feet, on your toes, you
0: know. All right. Uh, are we
1: answering at the same time or are they directed
0: at us? They're directed at you. Okay. So you guys have seven questions exact. So. Okay, so we, you do seven with him and then seven with me or vice versa? Yeah, okay, Okay. okay. So, yeah, I'll start with you, Dee Okay. Okay. Now, make sure to answer these as quick as you can, okay? Uh, are they well thought out of answers or just like boom? No. They're boom. just like boom. Okay. They're boom. All right, cool. That's yeah, right. Boom. boom answers. Okay. What did your mom say when you went bald? <laughs> 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 she, I, I, she's still in denial. She doesn't think I should buzz my head. Is Hawaiian pizza good? Uh, not, not really. Why did you wow. shave your beard in the fall? I do it once a year. I don't know why. I always regret it after I do it. It's like a haircut thing. One haircut a year. Our, when you're younger. Are panda bears fluffy? Absolutely they are. Will Duke get upset in March Madness? Not a chance. I've already filled out my bracket. They're winning it all. <laughs> oh my gosh. Is Brazil a city or country? It's a country. How many times have the Packers made you cry? Uh, this year alone, about 37. <laughs>
1: wow. That's a okay. solid number. for in there. there. <laughs> all right, Miller, and I got some questions for you. All right. Uh, number one, does your blonde hair come from the corn? Yes. Uh, where's your favorite place to eat in Millbank? In Millbank? Hardee's. On average, how many kids cry during your math test? <laughs> uh, that's got to be at least seven or eight per class. <laughs> that's a solid number. Is bigger, better, or smaller, taller? Bigger, better. <laughs> there you go. True or false? True. How's my hair looking tonight? Actually, could be better if you use a little gel. Hurts. Uh, and last question: Can I have your sister's autograph? Absolutely not. <laughs> I was really wondering
0: how that last one would
1: be. Yeah, I didn't know if he was going to leap over <laughs> Is that or I'm stay going okay.
2: Well, or- <laughs> at Well, at least one with autograph. For a second, when I first read, can I have your sister's, I was thinking number. I'm like, uh, no, I'm going to say no. But he said autograph, I'm like, okay, well. You should The answer, the answer stayed the same. <laughs> answer still stayed the same. Because my, in my mind, I already had a preset answer for no
1: for uh, the number for
0: part. No. <laughs>
2: I saw I heard sisters and I'm thinking number. So when you said autograph, my mind's was like, Nope, keep going.
1: <laughs> Did a bunch okay. of guys in high school ask you
2: that or what? Yeah, oh, I've, I've had multiple people go, Oh, so uh I'm, gonna, I'm 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 gonna talk to your sister now, all right? We're gonna be have <laughs> you know, your number. I'm like, No, that's alright. No, that's that's right. no, cool. That's good, brother of you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I've had some people ask me some questions that they want me to ask you now. Mr. Miller, I know everyone they just want to hear you like talk about your story of how you actually got a job at because they say it's one of the most funniest things they've heard. Uh, I already, I already I've never told heard this once, this. I don't
2: know what you're talking about. Like <laughs> yeah, uh, now just, needs to know. like just day one where I found out Milbank even existed.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, Melbourne's.
2: well I didn't I didn't know Melbourne existed until I got a call from Mr. Snaza about applying. So I was just uh working on my off and off because I graduated uh into the winter. So I was just substitute teaching all the time and Pretty much my mornings were set by if I woke up to a phone call, usually for the high school saying or middle school saying, we need a sub, can come in. So that was always optional. phone to kind of just snooze them or answer them, take them. <laughs> wow. What a life! <laughs> that is the
1: life. Why did you? How did you the leave job?
2: that? Oh, <laughs> I tell you, substitute teaching <laughs> is brutal. And all I do I've is, never done it. All you do is sit in there and you walk. You just you literally just supervise kids as they become as they just become like just hooligans and. They do nothing. You, all, there's not enough coffee in the world. i probably drink at least a cup per class to keep me awake through all that. It was tough. <laughs> oh, my. And so that's, that's where my love for coffee really grew right there. Uh-huh. Uh, so, this, so one morning I just got a call because I was applying for jobs. Never applied for this one because I didn't, I didn't even know it existed yet. I just get a call for some number. I don't know what your Milbank numbers are. I kind of already forgot. It's like a 463 or something four, weird three, like two, that.
1: 432, yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to know. I'm uh, from Ravillo. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> So I actually got a call this time, and I just rolled over. And I'm like thinking, oh, it's probably another, another uh, substitute teaching job. I'm probably going to say no to this one. I'm tired. <laughs> I look at it, and it's just some weird unknown number. And normally, I usually, if I see an unknown number, I'll usually just uh, mute it. And like, ah, if it's important, they'll leave me a voice note. This time I said, hmm, let's find out. So I answer, and I go, I think he said, like, is this uh, Jay Miller? I go, yes. He's like, this is uh, Dan Snod from Millbank," I'm like, Heck, Millbank. <laughs> I'm still, so, like still, you know, what I was at. Yeah, he's like, uh, I'm calling to see if you'd like to interview for this math and coaching job here in Millbank. Can you come up uh, on? Th- you think you come like this Thursday? And I said, like half asleep still. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure, <laughs> I can probably do that. And, and I, I, I had no idea if Thursday worked because usually I have like my schedule. Like usually I already have like things put in like my plan. If I had pre like substituting ahead of time in there and i said yep yeah i can do it for sure and i had to look and fortunately thursday was open but the second that phone call ended i instantly went on my phone went to google maps and typed in millbank south dakota to find out where it was and i saw i'm like interesting i never never heard of this place just tucked up up in the little north corner northeast corner so drove on up that thursday morning i i think i left early enough for. I think my interview was at like one. I think I showed up at like twelve. I'm like, oh now what do I do? So I just drove around and after about five minutes, I'm like, well, I think I think I just visited the whole town right there. Now yep, what do I it do it for is. the next fifty five minutes? So I had a pastime, but visit the school it was pretty nice. It seemed like a nice school because it seemed like it was uh they kept me in pretty nice shape. You're welcome. I don't know. Yeah. If you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh I did go did like a lap or two in there and like, the next day, I got the call. Like an, for an all-out sprint? It. Yeah, <laughs> we sprinted around. Yeah, we were doing the- <laughs> He was running the, halls like <laughs> <stuff. we're> Running <laughs> halls. Gymnastics. Yeah, then uh, the next day, I got a job offer, and after, like, my five minutes, I drove around because, you know, it's all take sometimes to get rumbled. I thought, uh, like, I'm looking for a job. I don't know if I'll get another one, a uh, possible job, college. I probably got more. I don't know. But <laughs> I said, yeah, I'll take it. I don't want to wanna waste around too much time, so- that's how I got my millbank job Just one quick call for interview of In my morning where I somehow decided to answer And now here I am
1: That's awesome God's plan That's what that was <laughs> That's a song reference I haven't hit that in a while
0: <laughs> Our so, stories are kind of intertwined there though I don't yeah, know if you know that Did you know that? No I don't some, I've never heard the story. I knew there was stories. something there I it didn't was, know The, yeah. interview, so, the interviewing yeah. process
2: by the way was a lot more relaxed than the Mitchell's. When I did Mitchell, I felt like I was just under fire there. Like, actually, <laughs> the, we had to do like a a lesson in front of like the principal, assistant principal, the superintendent, the, and because I'm doing for math, uh-huh. doing for like the, the head of math department. And and then obviously, because I was, I was also like applying to be a coach, I do it in front of like the, the AD as well. I'm like, oh my gosh. And then I'd go talk, sit in a room, and they're just firing questions at me. Jeez. This is like my first time. So I'm just sitting there like, yeah. I don't know, this, this. First of we kind of sat there, we talked, and like, yeah, I kind of
0: like this place. I, oh, yeah. I can handle this one. <laughs> so I uh, I was away from Westland at that time. I was in the cities teaching, and I was an assistant coach <clears throat> at Blaine High School um, in the North Minneapolis. And I was looking for jobs right after that first year because I wanted to be a head coach, and there was a couple opportunities um, in Minnesota over in Mankato to be a head coach and um, had a little bit of talk with uh, Britton and uh, – and then Aberdeen, Roncalli, and then Millbank, oh. and uh, and all of them were except for Britain. All of them were pretty strong, you know. Mankato had offered, and but that was right after I had accepted the Millbank job. But during the process, I uh, I put my Millbank didn't even have a have a teaching because I was just thinking teaching. They didn't have a teaching job open, and it was just head boys basketball. And I emailed Mr. Graff and submitted my stuff and. That was like on a Tuesday, and I hadn't heard anything back. And then on Friday or Thursday or Friday, he emailed and called me. And they had just, uh, their tech coordinator had just resigned. So uh, he, and he saw on my resume, I had done that. So he called me. And- we set up a Skype interview on that Saturday because I lived four hours away and I couldn't I couldn't just make it back. Yeah. So I sat at my kitchen table and a pair of gym shorts and my suit on top. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Went through the interview and the interview went really well. Kind of like uh, Miller was talking about. It was it was pretty laid back and uh, but but good too. It wasn't it wasn't laid back where you didn't you didn't think it was a serious situation. Yeah. You, you, it felt. Big time. It felt kind of like it felt really that good. Yeah. Homey but feels. with Mr. Graf, and Mr. Snaz, I mean, you know those guys. I mean, they're awesome. And you know they care about their their students and their school. And, and in that situation, they're employees. And so I was. it just felt really right. And I thought it was going to be, uh, they said a couple weeks because they had some other interviews. And when they'd get back to me. But then by the end of the interview, they had offered the job. And uh, so I, I gave them a verbal. And then a couple days later, I get a call from them. And they go, you know. I just really know we're talking to Jade Miller too and I'm like really so and and I'm thinking because you know as a head coach it's you know I got really lucky with a guy like Schooler here like we were so lucky to have him Schooler's awesome but you don't always know your assistants right at the high school level so when I when they said that about him I was just so I get on the phone with I didn't think I had his number really at the time. And so I was, I think I was Twitter messaging him or something. And then maybe we got you on the phone. Group me,
2: I think. Maybe. Group me, yeah, from from dub Days. Still. And so, oh,
0: and because the number I had, I never had your number because we did everything on that group me app. Mm-hmm. And uh, so then we talked on the phone a little bit and I was just like, listen, man, you have to take this job. You're taking this job. <laughs> and he was kind of like, he was all in, you could tell, but he was still like that first job thing. He was like, well just you know you know and a few days later then he he messaged me and told me he was taken so i was then at the toughest part was school went till june in the city so it was like wow. april so i still had oh, a man. month and a half where i'm just like i want to get out there you know and, <laughs> but yeah it was it was pretty crazy how it all worked out yeah i forgot to mention that Yeah, D did call me about trying to recruit me to come to milbank yeah. so that was a little extra <laughs> and little i had already time. i had already committed and so at that point i was just like dude you gotta come this would be great you know and, Now we just got to win some games, huh, JR? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just another quick question. What's it like coaching in like a big city? Like, was it Blaine? Blaine, yeah. Blaine. What's the difference between like coaching there than like small town Millbank? Way different. So in my high school coaching experience prior to Blaine was as small as it gets in Centerville. You know, Centerville's a, it's, Southeast corner like mm-hmm. i don't know if you were at Beersford's at, but down I by barely there i heard of it
1: beersford yeah. kicked <laughs> butt this year in cross country That's yeah so why. it's
0: right there so when you live in centerville if you want burger king or subway you drive 10 or 11 miles to beersford and everything closes in centerville by 10 or whatever and there's nothing really there's just a gas station you know um so small time like 800 people and or something like that and tiny 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 school um but also it was an awesome place So that's my only high school experience. Then I go to D-Dub, and then from D-Dub, I go to the cities. Now, Blaine, those city schools fluctuate every year because there's so many people out there. But when I was there, it was the third biggest high school in Minnesota. There was like 3,100 kids, 9 through 12. Mm -hmm. So I'm used to – I'm graduating from Britain. I went to small colleges. I – taught at a small school, coached at a small school. Everything had been small where you just know and feel every, you know, everything is just right there. And Blaine, it was just completely different. And not in a bad way. It was kind of cool to go see what that was like. Um, but it was also weird knowing, like, and I, I only taught there. I didn't do any of the tech stuff, but I taught programming type classes. Mm-hmm. If a kid drops your class or something, you may never see that kid again. <laughs> and yeah. that was, for yeah. me, that was kind of, maybe that's always not a bad thing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But you know, when those things happen, you're like, this is weird. You know, th- it, for me where I'm from, I like the relationship side of things. Not that, there, I mean, there's great people at those big schools and there's relationships, but it was just different than I was used to a different pace as well. And um, it was good, but uh, it, I don't know, really big, really big. But Millbank, I think Millbank is perfect size. It's not small. Uh, it's not tiny. You always have good numbers, uh, but there, it's it's still not super big where you know everyone and everything and what's mm-hmm. going on. But. Yeah, that and also I think you told me with basketball
2: that like, there was kids that are pretty darn good, but. Yeah, to cut them because they oh, use way. Yeah. The play, and, and I talked
0: to you guys about that, you know, when our first few days of practice, and I kind of said, you know, obviously no one's getting cut, but these first few days are kind of an evaluation, you know, and, and I referenced Blaine that that's how we did it. There was the first three days, but, I mean, those were cut days. We'd make a, a wave of cuts after day one, a wave of cuts after day two, and then a final wave of cuts after day three or something like that. So I'm how
1: like, many kids would you end up with at the end of those
0: three we, days? Well, we wanted to get to 50, and we had – I could be butchering it, but I'm pretty sure we had – had like 120 kids try out um so i mean and that for me and those guys were so good at it like those guys have been coaching that's what they knew they're the head coaches from blaine awesome guy awesome coaching staff um and uh but they're used to that stuff and i'm not Mm -hmm. like you know even though even in your worst days as a coach there's a kid that might be giving you a hard time it's still it's still the human element of it like you know and they're just like it's just like business and until he gets down to the end those last few cuts are pretty hard for him but every one of the cuts for me i was like i feel awful for that kid (laughs) and it was just it was just weird you know this kid was like oh, although he might not might not have been very skilled he was just going through those first three days just loving it and not not going to work, you know, and so that's like that's a whole different monster. And then you and then you have a good team. Like our roster was stacked: a couple college football players, a couple guys that went and played, like low level college basketball. Mm-hmm. But we're playing against the inner like Champlin Park. They got guy going to Marquette, a guy going to Colorado. He was committed to Dayton, but then went to Colorado, and he was I think the Pac-12 freshman of the Marquette, year. Though,
1: yeah. And then oh, and God. then we
0: played Maple Grove, who had um, a kid go to Wisconsin, and he started last year every game as a freshman. This year he's a sophomore. They, all these guys and. We competed with them, that's but you, it's hard to beat those teams when you know they've got those big time D one monsters. Um, and well, yeah, did you play against like was Jones still at Maple? He was still there, but we never played them. No, we didn't oh, play them. That, that uh, kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, and the year so Gary Trent Jr. was his teammate. Oh really? Yeah, that's and then, right. But yeah. after his junior year, he transferred to what was it, Finley Prep or something like that for his senior year, and then Trey stayed. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, that team, they won. I think they won State again. I don't know. I've lost touch. Um, But those two guys, think about that. On the same team at the same time, that would have been nuts. But there's other teams like that, too, with Monsters. So, speaking Mm -hmm. of connections, Jordan's
1: told me, I think, that you have connection with, who is it? This is. Jordan this is like your hero and you want to get an autograph Oh yeah the him.
0: the Eagles tight end got yeah. it yeah yeah that yeah. Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. he's you know obviously Britain so i mean if anyone went pro in millbank in the next 5 years you would know him and a, even if not you weren't super tight you'd know him on a personal level right that's the kind of mm-hmm. cool thing when it happens in a community that you would never expect and uh Dallas and he's he's I love the guy. He's like a little brother. Uh, he's I mean, huge, though. I mean, little. I shouldn't say he, you know, he went to SDSU on, on a walk on and he, everything he became was because of him and his hard work. He's a great example to, as a coach. I mean, a guy I know what what better example to use all the time when talking to your kids about development. I mean, this kid just wanted to get better and he went to a level that no one thought. I still remember when I was coaching Adidas, we played against SDSU in an exhibition and i was texting he, he said come watch so he came watch me coach and uh basically just sit there and take notes <laughs> but he, he came and afterwards i talked to him and a couple of his, his friends and I, I i remember still you know at that point he still hadn't blown up he was just mm-hmm. and he was entering the year where he was going to blow up but he hadn't yet uh because he just got done with the, the year prior to his big blow up um breakout season and i go well, so what are you doing what are you majoring in and and he kind of i don't remember what he said if it was engineering or something but i was just like so you want to do that or whatever it was he said and he's like i don't know he's kind of like you know going back and forth and i'm like what What do you i was like just go change to become a teacher go be a coach you know like you and he's like yeah we'll see and it's funny because i didn't think anything of it i remember just leaving Mm -hmm. that conversation like he doesn't have a clue what he's gonna do and after everything that happened he knew dang well what he was gonna he, he, he had his plan he just he probably at that point was like he Probably couldn't say, "Oh, I'm going to the NFL," because then I'd have been like, "What?" You know. And but I know for a fact he knew at that point. So I I always—I don't even know if he's ever heard me tell that story, but uh, it was pretty. I I always remember that uh, that conversation after that game, but. Yeah, Dallas is the man. I used to play Madden with him when he was in sixth grade and like crazy and tackle knee football and make him cry. And (laughs) now, if we did that, he would put me in a coma. I mean, (laughs) I'm glad I beat him up while I could because it's not a chance now.
1: (laughs) I get what you're saying. That's all I got. That is? Anything for Miller? Do you have any personal connections with anybody <laughs> that is famous now, <laughs> other oh. than Mike? Other than Mike, I mean, other that than goes Mike goes without
2: saying. Hmm. I, don't know. I guess Macy Miller is our next connection here. Oh yeah, Macy Miller, the Macy Miller. Sorry, Mulder. the. <laughs> yeah, what's that lameo nobody? Hey, she's uh, she's about I think forty-three points away from being number one on the, I think at uh, SCSU scoring list. Really? Or something like that? Yeah.
0: When I was still coaching girls in Centerville, we went to a summer camp in Parkston. I think I've told you this, uh, and. What was the other girl's name? Was it Carrie Young? Yeah. So Macy would have been, I don't know. She wasn't an upperclassman, I don't think. But I remember we went to that summer camp, and we had a really good team at the B level. And, oh, they beat us so bad. And I remember, <laughs> like, and it was a camp where they keep score. Like, it was, like, 40 or 50, and I'm just like, how are we ever going to win a game? Now, we were really good. We won 19 games. But mm-hmm. I remember playing against them. Macy and Carrie were just Unreal, so I think about that like what it had to be watching them play high school basketball yeah. now that she's dominating the college floor. Didn't Carrie play there too?
2: And uh, SCSU, yeah, yeah. And then watching Macy play high school basketball by the time she was a senior, it was like uh, she was just like a foot taller than everybody else, she, not really a foot, but she's like head taller than everybody else, so much faster. She got a steal. And someone could have like three or four steps on her. She just bang, 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 on by, lay it in, steal it, go put over top of them. It was. Yeah, I got no time. I thought about getting game, out of coaching no after that summer camp. <laughs> oh, I didn't think <laughs> I had a clue what I was doing after that. Holy moly! <laughs> other than that, uh, I, just, I can't say I have any other connections now.
0: Well, we'd like to thank you guys for coming on the show today, and we wish the best of luck to the basketball program this year.
2: Right back at you. Thank you, sir.
0: Thank you, guys. <laughs> <that.
1: laughs> Well, this is Ben and Jordans. We are always operating out of the Y Millbank Podcast Studio in Millbank, South Dakota. Google it if you don't know where it is. <laughs> and uh, we're on Main Street, of course. And I'd like to know that y'all are listening. And yeah, tune in on this episode. I think everyone will like it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Catch you next time.